Welcome to The Dirt Show, brought to you by Pulver Towing. And today we're going to hear from street stock driver Jason Newkirk. We're also going to hear from Chad from Weir's Machine, Bulldog Coatings, and a little more from our old friend Speed at Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings right after a few words from our sponsors. As the leading slat replacement professionals in the U.S., Altenburg Construction knows what works and what doesn't. Simply put, they understand your business. Altenburg Construction started in 1994 and has over 27 years of experience and has completed more than 5,000 hog and cattle barns in 14 states. Every customer is unique and every situation is different. That's why their employees are company trained. Trust the slat replacement professionals at Altenburg Construction. Give them a call, 888 888- 435-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com Celebrating 100 years of family-owned excellence, Pulver Towing will always be there for you. With multiple locations, an experienced staff, and quality customer service, Pulver Towing has emergency service available 24-7 and they work around the clock to offer towing, recovery, and roadside assistance to our communities. If you need them, call 507-282-3851. That's 507-282-3851. 3851 Pulver Towing, the premier towing experts. Your home is your sanctuary. The next time you need appliance service, invite someone in that will treat it that way. Sorensen's Appliance Service is locally owned with 15 years of experience. Sorensen's Appliance Service also has fully certified technicians who will leave your home as clean as they found it. If you want fast, efficient, and cleanly service, contact Sorensen's Appliance Service today. 256-7766. That's 256-7766. Founded by Jesse Olson in 2004, Medieval Chassis was formed to fulfill a need for better engineered race cars. Medieval Chassis' new state-of-the-art facility has made it a leader in the stock car racing industry and multi-time national champions. The use of a fiber tube laser, CNC tube bender, and flat laser allows Medieval Chassis to engineer and produce a chassis that exceeds all others in performance and adjustability. Find out more today at MedievalChassis.com. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal and trash pickup services at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Shevland Enterprises also specializes in roll-offs and dumpster. Contact Chris and his staff today for small-town service at a small-town price. 528-9900. That's 528-9900. Buyers Engine Service of Rochester opened its doors in 1975. Hi, this is Corey. Since 1975, we've been offering complete engine machining services and assembly. From flatheads to big blocks, wide blocks to drag race engines, street rods to pulling tractors, Buyers Engine Service offers complete dyno service. So if your race car or street car is little under the hood, trust the place who's been there since 1975. Contact Buyer's Engine Service at 507-282-5586. Hey, this is Dave from Steversmile, VP Racing Fuels, and you're listening to the Driver Segment on The Dirt Show. Welcome back to the Driver Segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Jason Newkirk, number 32. And Jason, let's go back to your earliest memories of going to the races or being around race cars. What sparked your interest in racing in the early days? My dad did it when I was a kid. And growing up in the little town of Teope, I was fortunate enough to be around the Isons family, and I helped them quite a bit. And after they retired, then I got into it. 
that actually is a very little town, T.O.P., because we went through there on our way to watch the USMTS at West Union. Yep. It used to be about 80 people when I lived there. I grew up going to the races at Owatonna and Dodge County Speedway on Sunday nights. That track holds some very special memories for you. Yeah, we won probably six or eight features up there in Pierstock. I also wrecked a car there once coming out of turn four. I always enjoyed racing there. I raced there actually last weekend for the Enduro, and that didn't go very hot for me, but... So coming out of turn four, you'd be coming right down the front stretch wall. What the heck happened there? Something broke in the steering, and it nosed it right into the wall there coming out of four. That's not good, because when you feel something go in the steering, you know you're just along for the ride. Yeah, yeah. We left it pretty hard, and uh, actually we ended up getting a six for the next weekend. Rodney Stone and Mark Zvorak straightened it for me. And then I uh, ended up wrecking it again. So then we ended up getting another car. And to finish the year, there was only a few points nights left, and we were in the top three. Did you chain it between two oak trees or two tractors? No, Rodney's got a frame machine, so he's been one of my sponsors for a long time. And if I ever needed it, I got it. Jason, tell me the story about the black car, because that is a really cool paint scheme and a really cool-looking car. Well, that was kind of a funny deal. We we decided we were going to try to go all black that year. It was supposed to have more orange in the graphics, but between communication with the graphics guy, we screwed up. and So we were struggling, and we hadn't won a feature. About halfway through the year, we decided we need to put some more orange on the car. So we ended up painting the top part of the car orange, and that next Friday, we went out and won the feature. Have you ever thought of doing a retro and going back to that look? Uh, Jenny's more of an orange person, so we've talked about different colors, but we're partial to the orange. We've talked about maybe all blue and maybe orange, but we'll see. Many drivers on the Dirt Show mention the lifelong friends that they have made throughout their racing careers. You and recent Dirt Show guest, Dustin Doughty, raced together at Dodge County Speedway. What are your memories of racing together with him? Oh, he's a he's a fierce competitor there. I raced against him actually more than Dodge County. I raced against him at Cedar Lake also. We've always been pretty competitive. I wish I was more competitive now <laughs> against him. Dustin also mentioned a recent trip to Cedar Lake Speedway to the legendary 100 and had a chance to see and race with you again. It ended up not being such a great weekend for your race team. No, we uh, we actually got in a little tangle with him and wrecked the tire. And before we leave and went up there, we discussed as the crew and we decided that if we got fourth or better, we would stay the whole week. And we ended up not finishing because we wrecked the tire and we decided to just come home. It looked like you did have a good time on the trip up. Yeah, we kind of got lost. <laughs> I've been up there probably six or eight times and I think I take a different way every time and you know it's funny you say that because they've changed the roads around there so much and they're doing construction in downtown Hudson and now that new bridge goes across I can imagine that can happen pretty easy yep and then we ended up in some road construction I had to take a detour and that didn't help nothing we we actually didn't make it with much time to spare 
but we did make it in time to draw. Another lifelong friend and former Dirt Show guest, Jesse Stahl, helps you out in your car. How did you meet Jesse, and how valuable is his friendship and help? He actually built an engine for Steve Ison's when I was helping him, one of his last years he raced. And after Steve kind of quit, we still went to the races and just kind of started helping him. And from there, we got a very good friendship. He helps me anytime. Anytime I ever call him, he's there for me. I couldn't do it without him. A couple of years ago, I had the opportunity to sit with you and Jenny and Jesse and Cassandra at the Chateau Speedway Race Banquet. Jesse is a man of few words until you get to know him a little bit, and then he's got some awesome stories. Oh, yeah, he's very quiet. But when he gets talking about racing or anything like that, you can get him talking pretty good. But, yeah, if he doesn't know you, he's pretty quiet. It was funny at Chateau Speedway this summer. We were sitting at a picnic table on one of the decks, and he started talking about Hornet racing, and he had some great stories. Yeah, we actually kind of joked about it all summer. He was going to get his car out, and then he wasn't going to, and then I ended up buying this little compact car for the Enduro, and it was actually would have been a decent race car, so we talked about just taking it to the racetrack and letting him do it, but then we read in the rules that you can't have a higher license so within like five years or something. So he was out and I was out, so then we ended up just running it in the Enduro. Is Jesse going to come back to street stock racing in 2022? Oh boy, that's a tough question. I just never know what he's going to end up with. He's still got his car sitting in the shed, but I don't know. He's, he doesn't really say for sure what's going to happen. How did you meet Jenny, and was she a race fan from the start? Actually, her dad raced, and we actually met at the racetrack. Jenny is also an amazing cook. The stuff she posts on Facebook, man, that stuff looks good. I, d- I don't know how you don't weigh about 500 pounds. Well, I'm not very light by any means, and you know why. She does make some very good treats. A lot of people come over just for that. She's a huge support. And it sounds like she brings some of the stuff to the track, too. Oh, she brings something every week. For fans who may not know, what are the differences between the pier stock division and the street stock division as far as rules? Well, mainly the drivetrain, the engine, and the transmission, and the rear end. A lot of the suspension's the same. Springs are a little different. Shocks are a little different. But they're pretty similar. They drive about the same. What are the speed difference between a pier stock and a street stock? The street stocks are, are a little faster. Sometimes the pier stocks can get pretty fast on the right track also. Back when I did it, we had to run a restrictor plate, and that did slow it down some, but we went to some specials, and we didn't have to run it at them, and you could definitely tell the difference, but now they don't have to run them anymore, so they're getting up there pretty quick. You are a multi-time pier stock track champion at Chateau Speedway. Does one championship stand out from the others? Oh, uh, they're both actually they're all three pretty pretty good. The first one was was pretty good. In two thousand ten we had a pretty good year and 
2016, we had a really good year. We had like nine feature wins, I think. So that was a pretty fun year. The reason why we moved up was we wanted a little more competition, and the street stocks was very competitive, so that was why we moved up. There's a lot of times I wish I could go back, but we'll see. You never know what can happen. Is there one of the feature wins in the street stocks that really stands out? Maybe somebody special was there watching that night, or it was really close against another competitor? Actually, my first my first feature win in, in the street stock, that first night when Mark and Annette bought the racetrack, that was, that was probably the best one. Speaking of Mark and Annette, Chateau Speedway, what does that track mean to you personally? We've always had really good luck there. And it's such it's so close for us. It's only like four miles from home. The people there are just awesome. You know, we've been to a lot of other tracks and it's just not as friendly. Some of the people at other tracks they just they kinda think you're better than them and but at Lansing they, everybody seems to get along with each other and have fun and it's just a completely different atmosphere. What I really like is as soon as you walk in the gate from the person that greets you as you're walking around and see how well-kept everything is and all of the new things they're constantly working on during the off-season every single year, they take so much pride in that racetrack, and I think that trickles down to the fans and right into the pit area and just makes it an overall better experience for everybody. Well, them two ladies that greet you, you know, that take your money, that's my mother and my aunt. In fact, I was going to bring that up, that every Friday night I get to see her mom at the ticket booth, and she is a blast to talk to. And as soon as we start talking about you, she is a huge fan, and she's very proud of what you're doing out in the track. Yeah, she used to not even come because she gets so nervous, but now that she's working there, she gets to sneak out and watch and same with my aunt she's getting into it a lot and my grandma moved back down here this summer and so they're all there every week and family there is really important well i definitely won't name any names but yeah there's a few moms that when their sons or daughters get out on the track they get pretty riled up and i don't think they can take all the stress watching them out there especially especially if they start getting in trouble yeah she was she was there taking tickets that first enduro and this spring when I rolled that car over and they were all pretty shook up and made sure I was okay right away. And was that your first rollover? Yeah, it was actually. Danny, she wasn't, he wasn't too happy about it, but when I came in, I told her if I was fine and everything was okay and she calmed down, but she was pretty shook up. Deer Creek Speedway. What do you remember about your very first trip to that track? Actually, my very first trip there, I don't even remember what year it was, but they were testing letting the pier stocks run. And so we took our pier stock over there, and I won the first night. I think we ran over there four or five times, and I think I won three of them. We had pretty good luck in the pier stock, but the street stock, I'm really struggling there. What is the biggest difference in the track surfaces between that track and Chateau Speedway? The track is just so much more banked, and it's it's a lot faster. You have also had some fun racing at Mississippi Thunder Speedway. 
what an awesome facility and what a great place to watch some really tight competitive racing. Yeah, we raced there a few times with our pure stock also, and actually a couple times with our street stock too at the fall festivals they've had. And yeah, we've had we've had decent luck there also. We've won three or four features there, and it's a fun place. I wish I could run there more, but it's tough without running street stocks there. We were at the pumpkin race last Saturday night, and one of the first things I said to my wife and my brother, my goodness, we're sitting here in T-shirts. I've been out here when we're sitting here in snow suits and snow boots and freezing our tails off. This was a tremendous year, and the racing in the hobby stock division, man, what a feature. That was really cool to watch. Yeah, the hobby stocks are always fun, and the stock cars are always really fun to watch. I think the speeds and the close racing of those fender divisions really gets the fans into the race because after that hobby stock feature, everybody was like, wow, can't believe what I just saw. Yeah, everybody's really close, and it takes a really good driver and a good setup. I mean, everybody's pretty much on the same motors and trannies and just takes good drivers and setups is what it is, you know. You've been involved in enduro racing for many years. Many drivers do both race on a regular basis in a regular division, and then when they have time, they do some enduro racing. What is the draw of enduro racing for you? Actually, my first race was in an enduro, and that was before I started racing full-time, and I didn't have very good luck. So then, actually last fall, when this race came about in remembrance of my uncle, Everybody thought it was a good idea to get a car, and so we threw a car together in three or four days and went out and just had a blast. It's a totally different atmosphere from when, you know, the the street stocks are so competitive and there's so much money tied up in it, and you just go out there for the enduro and you just don't care about it and just go out and have fun. And actually, my very first race was an enduro race, and I found out I wasn't very good at it, so I left it to the professionals. Yeah, we, I think we ran four now, and the first one I blew a tire at like 75 laps, and it wrecked some of the wiring and stuff, so that was, we were done with that one, and then this spring, we rolled over on the fourth lap, so that one wasn't very good. Then this last one, at, or the last one at Lansing, I ended up eighth, so that was pretty decent. Passing two weeks ago, it didn't turn out very well, we kind of blew a motor up, so now the enduro days are little bit on hold, can't find a motor for it, so we might figure something else out for next year, I don't know. And that Eagle Talon, Jenny did such an awesome job painting that car. It looked fast just standing still, but yeah, that hole in the side of the block isn't good. No, it, it blew up pretty hard. The rod chucked right out the side and broke the starter off, and, but it did look cool. <laughs> what was it I heard from... Sprint car driver Chuck Schumacher, who his crew chief told him, if you can't be memorable, make the night memorable. (laughs) Yeah. We tried just to have fun, you know, and we were running pretty good at the enduro, and then all of a sudden we got hit and wrecked a tire, and we went to pull off the track, and it just went up in smoke. Are you going to ever get Jenny in a car someday? Actually, it was talked about this year. She gets really nervous driving in a regular car, so I'm not sure if she would be able to do it or not. 
I was hoping this compact that I bought that Talon was a wasn't automatic because then I would have took it and she could have ran it a little bit. But it was unfortunately it was a five speed, so she couldn't drive that. Maybe the next one we'll try to get an automatic and see if she can turn some laps in it. What is the most memorable victory so far in your career? Maybe you can ask that question. I would probably say that first street stock feature win there with Mark and Annette when they first bought the track. Not a lot of people know, but we, we spent a lot of time out there helping them and getting stuff ready. So it was pretty cool to win that first night. Is this off-season rebuilding the current car, or are you planning on getting something new? Well, I'm not 100% sure yet. Anybody that knows me knows I can't make a decision, so... We might find out by April or so what we're going to do for sure. Do you have any plans of ever trying out another division, or are street stocks what you love? Well, we've talked about maybe trying a B-Mod or something. I don't know. We're just, we like the fendered cars a lot because, like, the racing is so much better, we think anyways. But it has been talked about with a B-Mod. Just for the specials-wise, because the street stocks get, Cut for a lot of the specials, there's not many to go to. And there would be mod, you'd have a lot more choices. Hey, actually, this summer we got offered a car from a guy, but I wanted to concentrate on the street stock more, so we just put that on the back burner. So that deal might come about next summer. We'll see. When I think about people who support racing, there are people all over this region that pop to mind. And one person, talk about Rod French from Powerlift Doors by French Repair. What does he mean to your race team? Rod and Elaine, they've been with me for quite a while now. They've been very supportive of us. Even in our years we struggled, they were still with us. They're very, very good people. Who are some of the other sponsors that help you out on the car during the season? We got JSR Performance, which is Jesse. Him and Dave build a heck of a motor for us every year. Imperial Sand and Gravel, they've been with us for quite a while. Unplug Electronics Recycling, they've been with us on and off for the last few years. Bobby's Custom Woodworking, that's actually Bobby Kilby. He makes them wooden American flags. Jerry Stahl Flooring, he's been with us for quite a few years also. He used to race. He's always there to help us. JD Graphics, he did all the lettering and our shirts and stuff. Moline Awards, oh, that's Auto Rebuilders. Are you hauling the car to any of the fall specials, or is it time to start getting prepared for 2022? We talked about maybe going up to Ogilvy, but as of this minute, it's probably going to be called a year. Start planning for next year. It's always a blast to see you out there in the number 32 street stock at Chateau Speedway, Deer Creek Speedway, and wherever else you pop up. And thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here on The Dirt Show. Thank you for having me. Race fans, SprintCarStuff.com is your online stop for everything in the sprint car world. From apparel, jewelry, and books to die-cast sprint cars, posters, and gifts, SprintCarStuff.com has everything you need for the sprint car fan on your shopping list. And SprintCarStuff.com is the online site of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, so every purchase on SprintCarStuff.com helps support the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Promote the future of sprint car racing and preserve the past. That's SprintCarStuff.com for all of your sprint car merchandise needs why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes maximum durability 
Extreme Powder Coatings offer a scientific process that uses heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme Powder Coatings can deliver multimedia blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and super-durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Fast Shafts owner Pat Fagan is a racer himself and has been testing and building drive shafts for himself and teams all over the nation since 1992. Fast Shaft drive shafts are the number one carbon fiber, steel, chrome molly, and aluminum drive shaft builder for over 90% of the major modified chassis builders. Drive shafts, drive shaft repair, 9 inch forward center sections, slip yokes, rear end yokes, ring and pinions, bearings, spools, gears, shim kits, and more. Call Fast Shafts today. Made by Ray. Racers for racers. 800-622-6617. VP Racing Fuels is a world leader in performance fuel technology. That includes VP small engine fuel, the perfect fuel for your two and four cycle gas powered tools, including chainsaws, generators, trimmers, blowers, and more. VP small engine fuel is blended with no ethanol, ensuring easier starts, worry-free long-term storage with fewer repairs. And the two cycle blend is pre-mixed with oil. So there's no measuring, no mixing, no mess. Just pour it in and start it up. Learn more about VP Small Engine Fuel at vp-secf.com. Rhino Ag offers the most complete rear blade line in the industry. Whether your tractor has 30 or 300 horsepower, Rhino offers a blade to accomplish any task. Don't settle for the cheap imitations. Buy Rhino, building the best since 1934. Check out the full line of landscape and construction equipment today at rhinoag.com. Do you know what many top race car teams use for small radiator leaks? It's Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak, effective insurance that keeps them in the middle of competition. Proven under the toughest racing conditions, and it works the same way in your car. Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak stops leaks in radiators and blocks sealing the leak while you drive, and it won't clog the cooling system. It mixes with all antifreeze and coolants. Take the advice of top race teams. Use Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Chad Weirs from Weirs Machine, and Chad... Your family has been involved in racing for a long time, and your dad, Larry, took a Weir's car and Dave Marcus to the 1968 Daytona 500 and helped Jim Sauter at the end of the 60s. Yeah, we've been around the sport for a long time. I was, I was born into it, but my dad is, well, my family was, bought a Chevy garage in 1935. My dad took that over in 78, and like you said, the... 1968 Daytona 500, Dave Marcus's first one. My dad owned the car and went from here all the way down there. And pretty funny story is they used a truck to haul that thing down there. And I think they got to Nashville and Dave broke a connecting rod. Dave had to get out, pulled the pan off, took the rod out, pulled the piston out, put his belt around the crankshaft so the oil wouldn't come out. They drove that 1965 pickup to Daytona on seven cylinders. And uh, when my dad left to go down there, he threw a new short block in the back of the car and all that down there. And then they went to Smoky Unix shop and changed the engine and the hauler to come home. So that's kind of the, the first big story of the family racing deal. And so our family goes back a long ways in the industry for sure. That is an awesome story. And your family was also involved on the race promotion side of things at the Lacrosse Fairgrounds Speedway and also in the Wisconsin Dells. 
Yep. So when I was born into it, basically, my my parents owned and operated two racetracks. So I started out popping popcorn and picking up trash at the racetracks and working at the dealership. And so I think we run the promotion side from 70, 91, I believe it was. Kind of where I cut my teeth working and hanging out with the asphalt racers in the 80s there was pretty much the, the prime time of the era with Marcus and Trickle and Otter and Joe Shear and all them guys, man, it was an honor to pop their popcorn and pick their trash up, and it was a good time to grow up and work. Wow, that has a major impact on a young kid when you get to hang around people like that. And your dad was also friends with the great Bobby Allison. When my family was running the, the racetracks then, you know, back in the day, he'd pay them NASCAR guys to come up and have a NASCAR night. You know, you just don't see that anymore, but pretty cool. He had Bobby came quite a bit for him, and Dave would come back, and Rusty came and drove for him a few times. You know, it was pretty pretty neat to be a part of that growing up and get to go and hang out with them guys at the NASCAR race because my dad sponsored Marcus' entire career. So that was another joke is that STP claims to be the longest-running NASCAR sponsor for Richard Petty, but I think it actually was probably my dad. But he doesn't get the credit I think he deserves for being involved as long as he has kind of a legend in the short track world around here in the state of Wisconsin. With all of the family history, it was natural that you would create Weir's Machine and Racing products. How and when did that idea come about? Yeah, so 91, basically, when we got out of the promotion side of it, my brother was already helping a guy on a, on a race car. Like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll haul you to the shop, come and hang out with us, be involved in or whatever. So I went to Brother Barry and started working on Bart Horseman's cars and you know, we were a Chevy garage, so at the time I was also working for my dad, mainly in the body shop, working on fixing the cars and, and doing that kind of thing. And the body shop dude, hey, you need to start welding. So I learned how to weld in the body shop. And then in the, the corner of the old shop was a, a 1912 Logan lathe. It kind of looks like a drill. Pretty cool. Had a cord, plugged it in, and I guess they say the rest is history. When that chuck started spinning, my brain went... Absolutely nuts. This led to one part, which led to ten parts. Everyone I talk to, when the name Chad Weirs comes up, they all smile and say, what a talented individual and a guy that listens to the racers and designs products that they want and need. Yeah, it's been coming up on our 25th year, and it's not just about me, man. It takes an army to get this deal running and, 39 employees, us drivers and stuff. I think one of the things that I do better than any other company is I care. I care about the people. And somebody comes to me with an idea and wants something created, we generally put their name on it, inspired by Joe Racer, you know, and try to take care of them, bringing the idea to them. I think when I started doing that, you know, it just kind of went snowball, where people were like, hey, he's make the part, he's going to respect us treat us right and people bring so many cool ideas to us i mean the ideas are ours internally some are mine having the greatest people in the industry on your products and having the respect to them individual they know that i ain't gonna make junk and crew chief car owner for 24 years you know in 91 when i started working on them i worked on them until 2011 really missed that side of it but you know it's part of the evolution so it's time to get out of the crew chief and car owner side and focus on this but yeah it's got a great group of people man it's unbelievable talent of drivers chassis builders your chiefs 
cool to be able to talk to smartest people. They make the brand that much better. What product or products are you most proud of in your lineup so far? I'd say the originals. You know, when I talk about them, people that bring us the ideas. Last time I counted uh, was 82 original innovations for the racing industry that have come out of this company, whether it was from me or, or a chassis builder or a race car driver, and that's, but nothing's ever been, when something's not created and you solve a problem or invent a part, make a car go faster and try to win races, that's the, I mean, that's, you know, when I started working on the cars, it's all about trying to win and all about trying to go as fast as you possibly could. And so to be able to, to have 82 original ideas that no other company was making and we brought to the industry and, and made it a, a household product stained it for how many years and then they get copied so it's pretty flattering to have that and those are the ones that i'm most proud of you also have local southern minnesota driver billy the kid billy steinberg working for you billy is a great guy he's also an active military member and we got to see him at mississippi thunder speedway on saturday night well yeah billy's been a a really good addition when he sent his resume in and coming home from active duty and had the opportunity to bring him in and have a guy that can, you know, he does all of our, all of it, but most of our tech support and engineers, so we find work and working with the drivers and car builders to try and make the parts better and design them the way that them guys need them designed. But then to have a guy on the phone, I mean, you know, you need to have somebody on the phone that knows what they're talking about. He's a racer, he gets it, he understands it. Him and I always talking about how to go faster and him and his brother service for the country we got a few other veterans working in establishment here and love our country your family also had a dave marcus chevelle number two and a dick trickle mustang do you still have those cars no in 2018 my dad decided he'd had enough so he he had his auction and sold the trickle car back to the guy that stored it johnny Sauter bought the chevelle but then i think he sold it to a guy here now. My dad don't have much left. We got the 1965 Chevy that I told you the story they went to Daytona with out in front of headquarters here, so not sure if we'll ever sell that one. Chad, it was great talking with you at the Harris Clash, and thank you for supporting that show. How can listeners find out more about Weir's machine and racing products? Give us a call at 608-64343 at weirsmachine.com, all the social platforms. Bob Harris and I do our Monday night Bob and Chad live tech show that about every other week, all kinds of avenues. Chad, thanks for all you do for the racing industry, and thank you for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. My pleasure. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Does the thought of raking your leaves and hauling them away frighten you? If so, call Wolf and Sons at 455-3524, and they'll take the fright out of your fall. <laughs> Aero Race Wheels was established on the conviction that its dedicated staff could provide higher quality wheels designed specifically to endure the tough requirements and conditions of the racing industry. Most importantly, the wheels need to be manufactured and sold, maintaining an affordable price structure. Aero Racing Wheels has become the largest premier steel wheel supplier, and their product line speaks for itself. 
Upgrade your racing game today at aerorasewheels.com. Why would you use anything but the latest technology in packing products when it comes to shipping your business products? Foamcraft Packaging in Owatonna provides a complete line of packaging materials, including foam products, pallets, crates, corrugated boxes, and much, much more. See all of our different packaging options at foamcraftpackaging.com or call 507-455-2893. That's 507-455-2893. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a power lift architectural door on your home or cabin. Power lift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Let me tell you, friends, about our stores, a great place we call Miners Outdoor. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs. From chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Brianna from Bulldog Coatings. And Brianna, how did you get started in the floor coating business? What is the history behind Bulldog Coatings? Well, I can say I got started in it because of my dad, and my brother has the same story as me. So Bulldog Coatings is actually owned and operated by my dad, Todd, and my brother, Alex. My dad, Todd, has been in the construction and flooring industry for 30-plus years, and Alex has been doing it for around 10 now, and it goes back to my dad's dad. It's just in our genes, I suppose. And when you do business with Bulldog Coatings, it is truly a locally-owned, family-operated business, and you cover the entire southern Minnesota listening area. We certainly do. So both my brother and I grew up and went to school and graduated from the Faribault High School. We've been in Faribault for over 20 years. That's our hometown, and we operate in all of the surrounding areas, all of southern Minnesota. And every once in a while, if the job is right, we'll travel up to your cabin up north too. I have seen the work that you do, and it's incredible. Let's talk about the floor itself, whether it's a basement or a garage floor a shop floor, or a cement deck. What do you need to do to that floor to prepare it for a coating job? You know, for you to prepare the floor for us to come, you really have the hardest job, and that is to clean all the crap out of your garage. All of the preparation is done by us. You need to do nothing other than just move everything out of that space. We mechanically prepare everything and do any repairs that are needed to give you that flawless finished product. And when I think about it, in today's very competitive housing market, a beautiful garage floor would definitely raise the home value and at least make a major impression on the guys that are looking at that house. It certainly does. And it's not just the guys, it's the wives too, because if they have a nice clean garage floor, 
it's only going to take them an hour to scrub their garage floor on a Saturday instead of all day. So they get their husbands back to go do the fun stuff they want to do. We've even sold houses with our coatings. I can think of one specific time this house was on the market for a while and they did an open house and nothing was really moving. We came back, coated their garage floor. They did an open house the next week but made everybody walk through the garage instead of the front door and it sold within the first hour of the open house. When it comes to coating, it's no longer just one choice, Battleship Gray. The colors are endless, and you can also even put logos into the floor. So if you're a business owner, or you're a Ford guy, a Chevy guy, or a Harley guy, you can have that logo right in your garage floor. That is very true. We've done a number of Harley garages, and we have this super cool garage we did for a guy that has a purple hot rod. And we created a custom color blend to match his garage floor to his car. You can match things to sports teams. We've done some Blue Jays ones in Wasika, some blue and white ones here in Otana. It's really, there's 10,000 plus colors out there you can choose from and create custom blends. What if the floor is real bad? Cracks? not level, maybe it's flaking in a spot or two. Can you fix that and still coat it? We certainly can. That's one of my favorite questions because that really makes our business go full circle. We're not just a coating company. We are educated and specialized in the restoration and repair just as much in the coatings. So we have the knowledge and the access to the products that can do self-leveling. We have companies that we work with to do raising of your concrete, and we will make sure that your concrete is in the shape to accept a coating and to make that coating last for 20 plus years. We have some pretty extreme weather here in Minnesota. Talk about the durability. Our coatings are very durable and they are made of 100% solid polyurea, which means they are chemically resistant and they're flexible. So as Minnesota freezes and thaws, your concrete moves. Well, our coating's going to move with your concrete and not crack. And it's also going to help prevent your concrete from cracking. And all of that stuff that they put on our roads in the winter, the salt, the spray, the sand, none of that will stick to the coating. All of it you can hose right off in the spring. You can even add texture for non-slip if you have a slippery garage floor. Correct. All of our chipped coatings do have texture, and we can tailor that texture if you want it more slip, more smooth. And we also have additives if you need some extreme non-slip. How can listeners find out more about Bulldog Coating? We are working on our website, so you can visit us on Facebook at Bulldog Coatings and make sure you're visiting us from Minnesota. And you can call us at 507-837-9773 and ask for Todd. Brianna, thanks for all your knowledge on garage floor coatings, and thank you so much for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Thanks, Clayne. We love being a part of the Dirt Show. Fall is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with a Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of Napa-branded oil, air, and cabin air filters on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. When it comes to choosing your next industrial, commercial, residential, or ag electrician, choose Coles Electric. Offering pole setting, directional boring, underground trenching, boom truck service, security systems, and much more. If 
you're a Steel Wasika co-op member, there are excellent incentives for installing a solar array with quick payback and years of reliable service. Planning, design completion, or emergency service, see ColesElectric.com or 507-451-1387. So you're inviting friends over for a friendly barbecue? Nice. But if you're a true friend, you'll start with Cookie's Barbecue Sauce. I'm Speed the Sauce Man, and let me tell you why the right sauce is so important. Cookie's Barbecue Sauce is made from real deal ingredients, and I haven't changed the recipe since 1976. Cookie's Barbecue Sauce complements meat. It doesn't smother it. It just makes your food taste better. Smart cookies use cookies. Anything less is just meat abuse. Cookies is the one. Returning home on a November evening, I hit a deer on 35W. Hi, this is Shelly. My first thought was, is everyone okay? My second thought was, oh no, my van. I love my van and rely on it every day. My first call was to Bob at Midwest Collision. He took care of everything from getting my vehicle towed to his shop, providing me with a loaner vehicle, and returning my van back to me in a timely fashion when it was repaired. All with 100% satisfaction guarantee. Accidents happen. If you have had an accident, call Midwest Collision at 332-2434. Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show, brought to you by Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings. And as always, I'm joined by Speed the Sauce Man. And Speed, we're getting to the end of the season and those fall specials, so either the drivers are in their shops tearing their race cars apart, going to get ready for next season, or they're heading out to fall specials. And what a great time of year to take a nice big casserole full of something hot and good, and this salsa skillet dinner that you have is awesome. Oh, I'll tell you what, Clean. Just looking at the recipe again, I love that. It's it's kind of my go-to recipe. If I want to feed a bunch of people, why, it's kind of a no-brainer. And the nice thing about it, you can, you know, get it done and it'll hold in a crock pot for hours or whatever, you know. So it really makes an easy, tasty treat. And if you've got one of my cookbooks, which I'm sure most of you do have, it's on page 156 and it's called Salsa Skillet Dinner. What you do is you take one pound of ground beef or pork, either one, and you can use turkey, too, as far as that goes. A teaspoon of cookies flavor enhancer, quarter cup of chopped onion, two and a half cups of water, one cup of cookies, either mild or medium salsa, either one works. A 14-ounce package of mac and cheese dinner, one of those easy-to-fix jobs. 11-ounce can of Green Giant Mexicorn, drained. And then the last two items are optional is half a cup of shredded Mexican cheese or cheese blend, whatever. And then I like to chop up one green onion and just chop it all up, the green part and the white part. And what you do is you brown the uh, ground meat down and chopped onion seasoned with cookies flavor enhancer. When you get that browned down, then add the water, salsa, and, and the macaroni, not the cheese packet, just the macaroni in the box. Stir that in, then bring it to a boil and reduce heat and let it simmer for a while, about 10 minutes until the mac is uh, the macaroni is, is tender. And then add the corn and the cheese sauce mix and cook about another couple minutes until it's heated through. And then top with the uh, shredded cheese and chopped onion. Just let that simmer for maybe five minutes or throw it in a crock pot and, you know, and just keep it warm there. But I'll tell you what, that is so tasty. It's a real easy recipe called the Salsa Skillet Dinner, and you can go to our website, cookiesbbq.com, and it'll be on there, or you can just shoot me an email, speed at cookies, C-O-O-K-I-E-S, bbq.com, 
and just say you want the salsa skillet dinner recipe, and I'll uh, email her right back to you. Anyway, that's a great one, and uh, want to thank all the folks for all the support this past racing season, and good luck to all you racers out there, and stay safe. Speed, as always, thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show, and thanks for making us all very hungry. Sounds good. Have a good one, Clay. See you, buddy. At Land Pros, our team of brokers and auctioneers specialize in farmland sales, live land auctions, and online land auctions across the Midwest with total sales of 190,000 acres. At Land Pros, you get a team of land professionals going to work for you. We pride ourselves on providing local service and knowledge with national marketing and results. If you're thinking of buying or selling, contact Land Pros agent JJ Wise at 641 420 Sell or go to landpros.com. That's L A N D P R O Z.com. If your classic isn't so classic, bring it into Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We can fix the upholstery, the carpet, replace a sagging headliner, make your old car look new again, make your seats comfortable again. Whether it's a classic car, work truck, boat, or anything else that moves, we can fix the upholstery and make your ride like new. And we work on convertibles. We're located in Otana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. Hi, this is Jim Miskin from Miskin Auto Parts. Check out Miskin.com. You'll see all the parts available in our You Pull It lot, new arrivals ready to part out. Plus, we can also locate those hard-to-find parts for you. Miskin Auto Parts has been buying junkers and providing parts to our customers since 1972, and we ship out parts daily. Call us today at 507-684-2100 or check us out online at Miskin.com. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment, brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasonings. Last Friday night, October 1st, was night one of the pumpkin races at Mississippi Thunder Speedway. In the Hornet feature, Brandon Gleitner over Don Martins. In the Hobby Stocks, Josh Ludking over Dylan Clinton. In the USRA B-Mods, Tyler Skowgie over Brandon Hare. In the Modifieds, Dustin Sorensen over Jake Tim. In the USRA late model A-Main, Justin Sass over Joe Provencino. And in the stock cars, Braden Gear over Kevin Dolan. We were at night two at Mississippi Thunder Speedway on Saturday night, October 2nd. In the Hornets, we watched Don Martins close out his racing career with a heat race win and a feature win, followed by Hunter Miller. In the Hobby Stocks, Scott Spildy over Brady Williamson. In the B-Mods, Flying Ryan Olson over Tyler Skowgie. In the Modifieds, Dustin Sorensen over Jake Tim. In the Late Models, Lance Hofer over Joe Provencino. And in the USRA Stock Cars, Jake Tim getting his first stock car win over Braden Gear. The Madtown Showdown in Madison Speedway was running last Saturday night, October 2nd. In the Pier Stock A Main, TJ Brockman over Austin Moen. In the Limited Late Models, Brad Staples over Johnny Lindgren. In the Hornets, Curtis Huseth over Jacob Aris. In the Midwest Modifieds, Shane Howell over Derek Reck. In the Modifieds, Tyler Peterson over Jordan Dury. In the Street Stocks, Mike Jans over Justin Vogel. And in the Super Stocks, 
Sean Furnks over Trevor Nelson. Night two of the Madtown Showdown was run on Sunday night, October 3rd. In the Peer Stocks, Joe Martin over Alex Grininger. In the Limited Late Models, Kurt Kranz over John Kaiser. In the Hornets, Jacob Aris over Brady Hagen. In the Midwest Modifieds, Lucas Rodden over Brendan Blazek. In the Modifieds, Tyler Peterson over Jordan Dury. In the Street Stocks, Justin Vogel over Ben Albertson. And in the Super Stocks, Jacob Knepper over Dan the Sulky. Granite City Motor Park held their last race of the season last Sunday night, October 3rd, in the Wissota Street Stocks. Justin Pagonis over Charlie Sheck. In the Late Models, Ryan Mickelson over John Canta. In the Hornets, Justin Sklitsky over Jana Hageman. In the Midwest Modifieds, Corey Merworth over Brendan Gov. In the Mod Fours, Tommy Bowden over Dustin Holquist. In the Modifieds, Shane Sabraski over Dennis Check, and in the Super Stocks, Shane Sabraski over Jim Gullickson. Make sure to head to cowsfm.com, that's K-O-W-Z-F-M.com, on Friday, October 15th, for our Big Deals auction, when you'll have the chance to bid on a 2022 DeVilbus modified chassis built by Medieval Metalworks with standard powder coating and gloss black aluminum dash, deck, cockpit, all to be auctioned off on KOWZFM.com. Big Deals Auction, Friday, October 15th, starting at 12 a.m. till 4 p.m. Starting bid is only $39.99 for this $7,550 chassis. Get the hottest chassis on the market for your racing season next year. Chad Weir's Weir's Machine and Racing Products with another Tech Tip Tuesday for you. Today we're going to talk a little bit about carb adapters. We make all kinds of different two-barrel and four-barrel carb adapters for different style intakes. From Quadrajet GM intake to a Holley 4412, the four-barrel aluminum intakes with a two-barrel with an adjuster, tapered bore. We make everything with a flared bore to make horsepower or straight bore and the rules don't let you have the flaring to make horsepower. If you're running a crate engine series, we make four barrel to four barrel spacers, half inch, one inch tall. And then probably one of the most popular things recently in the, in the dirt racing is to take power away as the grip goes away in the racetrack. So we have all kinds of restrictors to take horsepower away as the night goes on. We make them in one piece versions. So it's just a one piece tapered bore in there to, to take horsepower away at the end of the night. Or we make the inserted style where you have a real nice spacer so you have a standard flare in there when you start out the night and you want max horsepower and then as the night progresses and the track loses grip then you would put a smaller reducer in there to take horsepower away. These insertable styles are available in one inch and two inch tall and the one piece versions are also available in one inch or two inch tall. The reducers are available in a one inch that takes away 14% of the horsepower, the inch and an eighth takes away 7% of the horsepower and the inch and a quarter takes away 4% of the horsepower. So you simply multiply your horsepower by that percentage and that'll tell you how much horsepower each insert would take away roughly. Or you can buy them, take it into your engine builder and then he can run all of them through the process and give you a, an accurate number on how much horsepower they're going to take away on your engine combination. 
For more information on these or any of our fine products, check them out at weirsmachine.com. Nobody knows what you want or need like you. That's why Honda offers eight models in their 2021 Four Tracks Rancher all-terrain vehicle lineup. Every Honda Rancher is loaded with features you want, like a powerful engine, wide front drive shaft guards, a spacious front utility compartment, and an easy-to-use reverse system. And independent rear suspension that offers superior traction and a smoother ride over rough terrain. You can even get models with Honda's automatic dual-clutch transmission. So cruise on over to Trimble Cycle Center in Austin and check out a Honda Rancher today. For riders 16 years and older, Honda recommends that all ATV riders take a training course and read the owner's manual thoroughly. Trimble Cycle Center in Austin, USA's second oldest Honda dealer. Hi, this is Bobby Enser, and you're listening to The Dirt Show. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.